self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artist what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i was surprised to find out that there are some plumbers that have gold teeth i guess i'm gonna find out more about that later also known as calamity red Okay, we are Conversation Con Artists, back for another fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we're still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is ConversationConArtist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. I'm so excited about this week's letter. So excited. This week we got a letter from a new listener from the UK named Leon. Leon from the UK. Appreciate you, Leon from the UK. Can I just say that I'm excited that people outside of this country give a fuck about what we have to say and how amazed I am in that? Like, we literally just sit around talking shit that we would talk anyway. Well, and let me people tell, find it beneficial or amusing. Let me tell y'all how Leon came about. The podcast. I know y'all know the name Michael. Y'all know Mike. And the story that, or the letter that he wrote in last week was about him having a friend that was a swinger. Yes. And so he let his friend know, Leon, that he listens to this show and he wrote about, you know, him and that we may potentially reach out to him about a swinger lifestyle. And he listened to a couple of episodes and he said he, you know, liked the show a little he bit. He reached so out to us. He started, uh, he he res- responded to the show, so we awesome. definitely have to collaborate. But what I want y'all to be doing while you're listening is keep in mind that we have a person from an alternative lifestyle in terms of sexual relationships and relationships. He's a swinger. He participates in the swinger lifestyle. I don't know which one, what's politically correct what to say. But be thinking of questions that you may want to potentially ask because we want y'all to send us questions to ask Leon so that Leon can answer these questions for us the next time. Because he's very open about his lifestyle and he he's open to answering questions. So if you ever had a question that you wanted to know and you didn't have nobody to ask, you have someone to ask now. So this is the time. This is the time. This is the moment. You know, so let's get into this letter. So excited. Before the letter, I want to I would do want to mention my YouTube channel. Yes. Always oh, on point. Yes. The- Me and Leroy Ketchum from the Nerd Plate Podcast. We did an ultimate root beer review I video. Did not even know that there were that many fucking options for root beer. It was beer. that many and we didn't even try five of them on camera. <laughs> but we it was twenty twenty root beers that we tried. Didn't even know that, that yeah. was a thing. That's a lot of root but, beer. We just giving commentary about all the different root beers, all the different flavor profiles. So, I mean, if you really fool with root beer, go check out that video. Uh, Always on point, deliciousness reviews, ultimate root beer video. And uh, leave us some comments and uh, subscribe and rate the video for me. That's awesome. Hey, guys. My name is Leon, and I'm the swinging friend Michael told you about. (laughs) He also brought your podcast to my attention and where I have only listened to episode 192 and 193 so far, I greatly enjoyed them both and have a few comments about subjects you discussed. The Troubles. I'm not sure I can do The Troubles justice no matter how much I write about it as it's so complex and has so many dimensions to it. 
political, nationalistic, ethnic, and sectarian. Though I just sent you a Facebook vid, which may show you in a fairly entertaining way just how complex the situation it is currently. I remember the troubles myself as it affected most people in the UK in an indirect fashion as there was an IRA bombing campaign on the mainland UK from the late 60s until the Good Friday Agreement and London was frequently a target. My personal brushes with that was my mother having a near miss on the way to work, walking past a bin that blew up literally seconds after she had gone past it and being evacuated from school because of a bomb on a train that stopped at the station next to my school. Damn. That's wild. Shit. So that's that's horrible. <laughs> uh, and I feel bad because I think I was joking about the troubles. The, it being called the troubles, you know. Well, that's it's a really. But I know that's name. how British name, yeah. like British name stuff, so simple. Like we we go we we extra. Yes, we are. Like like I, I imagine it's something called the worries. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just shooting in the dark. But I don't want to make light of of this experience that 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 they gone through. Uh, and thank you for that video that the video that he attached because it was informative but also hilarious. It's kind of the equivalent for us to the daily show over here yeah the mass report i guess uh, it seemed like a daily show or a uh a new satire yeah or like it's um, very informative but in a very like a silly way like I, like uh what's uh what's his name last night john oliver john last week tonight last i love that show yeah but it's gonna ruin something <laughs> because i like i love amazon but i watched one last night on warehouses Ugh. And it was bad. It was bad. I was like, I, I like Amazon though. I don't, I don't want to stop buying from Amazon, but man, Jesus, this is just how dependent we become on these systems. Yeah, they, it's ridiculous. But just to give some overview, the troubles originally started when Ireland. Which one of Ireland it? and the UK were both They were uh, both Catholic, Catholic and they wanted to become well which the UK, UK wanted, wanted to, become to become Protestant. Protestant. And it was because was it that Henry the Eighth? Was that him? I don't know. One of them that wanted a divorce and you know, divorces in Catholic faith are very much frowned upon. You can uh, excommunicate it. Yeah, for doing that. So yeah. he it's because he wanted to get a divorce. He changed the whole fucking country's religions to to accommodate what he wanted and getting a divorce. So then they became Protestant and wanted Ireland to become Protestant. And Ireland said, "Fuck that. We can't. We ain't finna become no goddamn <laughs> Protestants. We Catholics. How you just gonna change face like that?" So the English just started killing them. Yeah. And so that turned into at some point that transitioned over into. A potato famine in which yes, a million Irish died because apparently potatoes. Are, I I think they're like they're. It's a lot. Of, it it's has a lot, a lot of, to do with their way of life. Like they, it's like cotton in the south. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. Yeah. it really. If it was gone, a lot of people wouldn't be getting paid, and a lot of people yes. wouldn't be able to eat, and it it'll probably cause a lot yeah. mass scale poverty strike. Uh, poverty situation but apparently so what happened is i guess the uk finally agreed to just leave ireland the fuck alone as it pertains to them being catholic but 
northern some of the northern part of ireland decided they did want to become protestant so then that turned it into ireland and northern so, ireland so it turned it into a war for who gets to own northern ireland like mm-hmm. is ireland going northern ireland going to belong to irish or is northern ireland going to belong to the uk, UK. And so it's been a whole battle about that until they signed a Good Friday Agreement in which they decided, okay, look, we ain't gonna, we done with the fight. Yeah. And uh, Brexit bought about another issue because they, since they made it a hard border and they weren't gonna worry about the fighting, Brexit has changed that. Brexit yeah. has made it to where new negotiations about whose property this is gonna be gonna come about, which opens up a possibility for a civil war. Yep. So. Uh, what Leon is talking about in the troubles is I think that section where the fighting between the UK and the Irish was active. Yeah. So that's just to give people who listen to like backstory, but getting that information makes the trouble sound less cartoonish. <laughs> cartoonish because of how it's named yeah. versus... Like it know. makes it a more serious situation. The Troubles does sound just kind of But you like, know, I would never joke on something that was called, that was named the fucked up shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it, you know. <laughs> Names The matter. Troubles is so, it's just, but like, to me, it's like a British way to name things. It's like very subtle. Yes. <laughs> a very, very subtle. Yeah. It's kind of like if you see some about to get murdered you'd be like oh like <laughs> that's kind of like in my head that's how the british deals with shit you know like yeah well those were the troubles <laughs> a million people died you know like that but it's like that subtle way of it's like they they, they maneuver the queen's english so much better than we do yes. <laughs> you know we what i'm saying fuck, listen we don't even give we don't even Use the Queen's English. We didn't fuck that shit. We up got strippers corner. rapping out here <laughs> about stripping. We gonna get to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got. So let's continue. I won't joke about that anymore. ASAP Rocky. Yeah, fuck. I'm a black guy and I've been to Sweden many times. I have to say my experience of the country has up until now been a very positive one. Looking online, it's hard to find out what actually happened for him to be in the situation he finds himself in where it was clear prejudice or him and his crew something in the mi- or something in the middle. I totally understand Calamity Red's perspective, though. How can how he can disassociate himself with Ferguson at Tau and now seriously expect unilateral black support? This is hypocrisy, plain and simple. On the other hand, on point is on point when he said we can't just turn our back on him if he's genuinely being mistreated because he's black. Also, for the record, I did see black Swedes in Stockholm. They most certainly do exist. Um, I guess I'm just going to combine a comment from SoundCloud with that sentiment before I respond. Mr. On Point is right. We can't be picking and choosing when we care about each other. We end up looking hypocritically on each different issue and not moving as a unit to accomplish our goals. I really don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure ASAP Rocky is looking for black support. He isn't. I yeah, mean, I don't think he's look. I don't think that he feel that way and is saying y'all niggas need to help me. He's not. You know, he does. No, I, I don't yeah. think that he is. I think that this is kind of a, a, a conversation that's just being happening in the community, whether or not we should help him. Yeah, he's not requesting it. I, you know, I feel about that. So I feel about this situation the same way I feel about when I hear somebody say black women don't support each other or black women always trying to tear each other down. There is a difference between 
me not being supportive of black women and me calling out one black woman on her fucking bullshit. I am not entitled to have to support every single woman that's black all in the face of her being black. If she's fucking up, she fucking up. And like, I don't feel like me calling her out on fucking up is me not supporting black women as a whole. This is this one particular black woman who is fucking up and who I don't feel like I need to stand behind because she is fucking up. I feel the same way about ASAP Rocky. I feel like I can care about black issues. And if Sweden has a history of fucking over black people that come into their country and that, that are visiting, absolutely that needs to be addressed and absolutely we need to do something about that i just feel like i can do that and not give a fuck about asap rocky the same way before this happened i didn't give a fuck about asap rocky i have i don't give any less fucks i just have the same amount of no fucks given i didn't care about that nigga prior to this happening but again if this is an issue that sweden has going on 100 percent what we can i mean it's not a lot that we're going to be able to do from this side of the pond but what we can do i feel like should be done but i just don't agree with like oh because they're black you have to be supportive when something happens like no the fuck i don't i don't feel that way i don't feel like you get a free ticket to be an asshole and then at the end of the day receive all of this support based solely on the fact that you're black and ignoring all of the other things that you've done or said up until that point i just can't do that i don't do that with black women i'm not finna do that with asap rocky and black men like i just i'm not gonna do that i don't feel like i have to have but this I don't, blanket of support I, I don't hear that as being the criticism I don't hear the criticism being that you gotta support ASAP Rocky because he's black. What the my critique is that you can't invalidate the context of what's happening to the person you don't like because you don't like them. That's different than not fucking with a person. What I'm saying is I don't fuck with ASAP Rocky, but I'm also not willing to acknowledge the context by which this shit is happening to him because I don't like him. I, that's far different than I don't fuck with you. I'm okay with I don't fuck with you. <laughs> I'm okay with I don't fuck I don't fuck with everybody because they black. I mean, there's some people that I'm not gonna fuck with because they black. Like I said, I, I'm gonna keep using Clarence Thomas and Thomas Sowell and all them <laughs> because I, they rhetoric just have been dangerous for black people and has been fucking um, enabling to white culture because they always have them black men to go back to to say, well, this is what he said. This is what he said. I don't fuck with them. But in the context of if they got a gun in their head by a racist white man and I can save them, would I save them or not? That's what we're talking about with ASAP Rocky. Well, we're talking about the context by which they end the shit that it could be me or it could be anybody in that shit. Well, but here's the thing. So with this particular situation, you see that Donald Trump had this is a this this him this situation what all of this other shit that have happened to black people since he's been in office all of this other shit this asap rocky this nigga is the one that he feels like he gonna leap out and help kim kardashian and, and kanye west went to him to get him to help and he gonna like for me that just solidifies how i felt in the beginning about this situation because the help that he is going to receive from that motherfucker makes me even more feel like how i was feeling before well, he, because there has been so many other people other things that have happened that trump ain't gave a fuck about and i just think it's ironic 
that the guy who was saying, you know, he don't give a shit about Ferguson because it ain't got nothing to do with him. He's the dude <laughs> that receives but see, but assistance. See, but see, you putting yourself in that situation where you know how when one friend joke on the other friend, or not even friends, but one person joke on the other person, like you joke on me, mm-hmm. right? And you don't really mean nothing by it. Um, wait a minute. No, hold on. This is backwards. I joke on you. I okay. joke on you. I don't really mean nothing by it. And somebody over there say, ooh. And now you got to hit me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you doing that with, with Trump and ASAP Rocky. Like, I Trump already helping, felt that way. I, but it, I didn't. But, I didn't, but it, if it asks, if Trump helping adds a layer on to how you already it feel. It just solidifies it. I feel right <laughs> in how I was feeling before. Like it just but that, makes but me, see, that has nothing to do with the other thing because Trump is always going to try to capitalize on something not, he feels like. But that's the thing. There have again, there have been other situations where black people have been getting shafted. There have been other situations where things have happened that Trump kept a blind eye to and didn't give a fuck about it. And so I just feel it's ironic. Well, one, this has the different makings because he just told four brown congresswomen to go back to where they came from. <laughs> so he's in the shits now with racism. So if he's going to help, he gotta help now. That's number one. Number two is he's already He's already started building up these relationships with Kim and Kanye. Mm-hmm. And he, if nothing else, he going to try to maintain that face because he's already connected to doing something with Kim that let the other lady out of jail. You know what I'm saying? That part in the other lady. Yeah. So, I mean, it's different context by which Trump is going to capitalize this moment as to where there's no other moment that he's capitalized. I mean, clearly this ain't because, you know, He's become a, a ally to the black community. Hell no, but I wonder know. if it was somebody else, if he would still do it, even with all of the stuff that's going on. If it was, I mean, obviously not Colin Kaepernick, but if it was somebody that wasn't, because they said right. I mean, I, well, I think the variable is that uh, Kimye came to him to figure it out. I think that's the variable because it's fucking ASAP Rocky. <laughs> it's ASAP Rocky. Yeah. He he gives nothing to the world. He doesn't. He don't give anything to the world, and Fashion. and not only that, but there is not evidence that he didn't start that shit. Yeah, he very well may have started that shit. So Trump don't know enough about the situation. What he do know, and what we do know, is that Kimye came to him and tried to say, "How are we gonna help this?" But I mean, uh, so they requested for a judge to pardon them again, mm-hmm. um, and they declined it. They turned it down because they didn't want. Um, uh, they didn't want him to um, be a flight risk. They say he's a flight risk, so he might fly away. But there's supposedly video evidence of this whole thing escalating. And ASAP Rocky and his crew, this man that he threw stuff at them, and ASAP Rocky and them told him to leave them alone until he escalated it to blows. And so it turned into that. This man was never questioned by the police, never been apprehended, nothing ever happened to him. So... All I'm saying is the context that we're talking about when it comes to this is the context was, I mean, it's ASAP Rocky today. It could be Childish Gambino tomorrow. It could be Pharrell the next day. I'm just saying because we don't fuck with him, the context is still too problematic not to. Now, if ASAP Rocky came to the city and put on a free show because I don't like him, I wouldn't go to that show because fuck him. The context (laughs) is not connected to something that can happen to any brown person. So it's just like, 
That's what my thing is. I still feel the same. And, and, and like that's and, and and I'm not I'm not not convinced you to feel that way. I think it's a range of how we exist in the brown community, and I mm-hmm. understand how you feel, and I, I'm okay with how you feel. I'm okay with how I feel. But the thing is, like, I'm I'm just built in a way where, like, if and this would be real hard, but if Donald Trump was in quicksand about to go under and needed some help, you I would, would help save him. him. Yes. What the fuck? I would. I totally wouldn't. You know, good and goddamn well, no, you gonna have demons behind you, having let that man die. You ain't built for that. If you were built for that, <laughs> you would have killed somebody already at this point. <laughs> Thirty-four years old. Sociopaths kill in their twenties. But it's not a sociopath if I I'm not killing him. The quicksand's killing him. Does it have anything to do with me? And I'm not gonna go jump in quicksand and potentially die. Well, you could justify it yourself. Yes. You could justify <laughs> rationalize it out however I you want. Fucking with and, and that's fine. <laughs> I'm just not like I Them look know. the de- the little devil and the big devil we talk about on my shoulders all the time. You think them bitches is gonna be like save Donald Trump? Them bitches gonna be like, fuck him. Let him go. So we we were having a conversation in our group chat with uh government name and nerd play podcast and you know Rockman was like he don't fool with cheating at all you know what oh, i'm saying that nigga gonna so, kill somebody. <laughs> well i mean but but i get that i get that it happened all the time I, and the reason we was talking about it is because uh a story i'm gonna talk about later is that a um a senator got a divorce letter from his wife and he killed her and killed himself why do Some, i gotta die like just if you gonna kill yourself because you can't live without me, go listen, ahead and do that. Listen, listen, no, 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 shut up, <laughs> shut the fuck up, because you were just indicating, or you indicated in that conversation that if somebody cheat on you, you gonna kill them. I, so he, what if he say, why do I got to die? I said if somebody cheats on me with a man, they gotta die. If he cheat on me with the next bitch, okay, cheat, that's fine. But but why she can't can he say what you just said? Why can't he say why I got to die? He can't say that. He's still going to die, but he can say it. But I don't think you can say it then. <laughs> I don't think... What, I, what I'm saying is I don't think you can control for how somebody else is going to respond to what they think. We don't know that that lady cheated. She served him divorce, but she did what the fuck she was supposed to do. That is the right order of things to do. We're having problems that I don't think are fixable. I'm going to divorce you. She didn't cheat on Either way, we'll, we we'll have that conversation <laughs> later. I'm just saying this because what I said in that conversation is that my fucks the combination of all the fucks I have don't combine up enough to hate somebody enough to let them die. Period. I just, I, I'm not. There's a difference between letting die and causing the death. That's, I know. And I'm saying, <laughs> clearly you won't be indicted for walking past Donald Trump drowning in the quicksand, but you know that you would have let him die. I still feel like I'd be able to sleep at night. <laughs> And maybe I'm wrong. Never, I've never let somebody die. So this may just be all me puffing my chest out talking shit. But in my mind, I just don't imagine I would have a fuck to give about it. Like, I didn't kill him. The quicksand did. Could I have maybe saved him? Possibly. Or I could have got in there. We could have both fucking died. And he's not worth me dying over, to be honest. Like, I... Eh, eh. Now, if my mama was in some quicksand, I'm going to risk my life to save my mama. But him? Fuck that nigga. You're going you gonna to throw that man out a napkin and be like, well, I tried. <laughs> I don't know what a napkin's supposed to do for quicksand, but I ain't getting close to that shit, clearly. I mean, I might have some rope in my car or a crowbar or something long that you can... I don't know. I'm, it's a long walk. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Look, 
But I feel like Donald Trump, even if he's in quicksand, he would still be talking shit that would make you not want to save him. Like, I don't feel like he would be the person that would be like, oh, my God, say, you know, like, he's so narcissistic that I can just imagine him demanding that he And, you know, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll pull him out of quicksand and then he'll call me a peasant and then I'll throw him in head first. <laughs> Cause if you, go, I thought I imagine if you going quicksand head first, it's a wrap real it. early. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and if it's just me and him, you know what I'm saying? I don't know <laughs> know. I'm gonna be like, look, I don't know how he fell in feet first, and it was already quicksand on his feet when he went in. I don't know what happened. It looked like he got out somehow and fell back in. <laughs> I don't know if there's any evidence of somebody pushing him back in, but I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I do recognize that we can feel different ways about all of this context. And that's my, you know, that's my, I guess, social justice hat is like in the bigger context. If this shit has implications for people that ain't ASAP Rocky in the same situation, I got to focus on the situation regardless of who who is in it. Does this count as us talking about this for this episode? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm okay. Not, I the plan. I'm going to. I don't, did I say I was going to talk about that no more than that? I knew you said you were going to talk about it. I didn't know if you meant in relation to the letter. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I was okay. just going to mention that we got an update because I knew he had it in, in this letter. Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. But that's, you know. What was his next thing? Because his letter, Leon wrote us a nice letter. Yeah, we good. <laughs> um, but I, let, me, let me add to that conversation. Um, I do have a cap upon which I feel that I need to save you. Because if it was R. Kelly in quicksand, <laughs> I'm gonna make that nigga sing a song before I let I him die. I hate you so much. Sing a song before you, <laughs> I help you, but you finna sing. <laughs> you finna sing. But I'm not gonna help him. He's gonna <laughs> die after that song. I'm sorry. But <sighs> the weight of the damage that he has done <laughs> is too heavy. To get him out of that quicksand. Oh, he's such an ass. I feel like when you pull him out, he's going to be like, thanks, I got some 14-year-olds to go fuck. <laughs> That's not good. <sighs> um, Fuzzy Wuzzy. More of that British. <laughs> that British. <laughs> Forgotten all about that term until listening to your show and laughed out loud at that segment. Reminded me of a Reginald D. Hunter sketch where he said he found British racial slurs cute. Because Fuzzy Wuzzy, like... Over here, they calling us niggas and like, <laughs> like porch monkeys and like all of these harsh things. And over there, they saying fuzzy wuzzy. I know, right? I told you about <laughs> Reginald D. Hunter, right? He's the dude that grew up in Georgia but moved to the UK. Yeah, he had that joke about sarcasm. Mm-hmm. I told you about told you that yeah. joke. Mm-hmm. That shit was funny. <laughs> uh, but look up Reginald D. Hunter's uh, stand up. It's really good. The one where he got dreads. His hair doing something weird now. <laughs> Uh, R. Kelly is anyone genuinely surprised by this man has been hiding in plain sight for ages well ever since he pulled off a shaggy it wasn't me special and got off the charges with that piss porn video with that minor way back when he is a nuts of the highest order when he gets put away it'll bring a new whole meaning to bump and grind (laughs) Leon I like your humor I just want to say that (laughs) let me just say that yeah, I mean, I need to interact with more British people because it's just making me feel like that they all are deep, insightful, and hilarious, yeah. like, interacting <laughs> with Michael and Leon. I'm like, damn, what a, 
What? what a, I'm sure they got their fools over there too. We I'm just, sure they do, but we've just been fortunate enough to interact but the, with two. The crazy thing is, they've done a good job at making sure we don't know what they fools look like as to where we got Donald Trump in the fucking office. You're fucking right. How we? How our fools? We our fools are on Fox News, <laughs> and you know what? I know good and goddamn well them people on Fox News are too goddamn smart to genuinely believe that shit that they believe. And it is one of two things. They either genuinely believe the shit that they believe and they're stupid as fuck, <laughs> or they are truly going to market the bullshit that they serve out in order to gain in our society, which they do. I just can't understand how they... I don't know. Anyway. Uh, anyway, I digress. Back to swinging. What exactly <laughs> do you want to know? I've been in the scene about four years now, both as a single male and as a part of a couple. What I can tell you is that it's been a pretty awesome thing to be part of. I've met some truly amazing people from all different walks of life and cultures. As Michael has said, I've been in situations where I've had sex with women while their partner has been present, some watching, some joining in and talking to them. There seems to be many reasons for it. For talking some, to them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess when you deep in the cheeks, <laughs> I guess somebody... I imagine somebody's fetish will be having a regular conversation while he's deep in the cheek. Like, imagine him sitting down and like asking his wife questions while Leon's deep in the cheeks. Like, how was your day, honey? And she's getting pounded saying, it was okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's got to be somebody's kink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, everyday conversations <laughs> while swinging. <laughs> For some, it takes an almost femdom humiliation slant to it, like a bull cuckold dynamic. For some, it's a genuine love of seeing their partner being free and enjoying themselves with one-ton abandon. I don't know if that's supposed to be something different. I don't understand what it is. It's probably a British thing. Yeah. So it's the love. Oh, wanton. Wanton. Yeah, it's wanton. Is it W-A-N? T-O-N. Yeah, wanton. That's wanton. It's like, um, the only reason I know it is because it's in a lot of romance novels <laughs> but it's wanton okay wanton abandon i'm gonna have to look it up so it's the love of being able to facilitate their partner's every desire and with others it's an arrangement due to a misalignment of sexual appetites whatever the reason as to why though trust and openness is a consistency that is at the core of any of the healthy swinging relationships i've encountered if you want to know anything more specific i'd be happy to chat answer questions or whatever either via facebook email or skype or whatever is easiest look forward to hearing from you in the near future cheers leon leon i'm so excited i appreciate you for that letter yes. i appreciate you for your openness and your willingness to accept to dialogue and questions and have an interaction with us because what i'm proposing to everybody listening right now if you have any questions for leon about the swinging lifestyle about the swinging lifestyle whether you want to get into it whether you want to know how it happened for him whether you want to know how do you go about it whether you want to know some specific things i got some questions i want to ask i'm gonna save them for next week but bring those questions let's ask them and let's get those to leon so that he can respond to those for us and this is going to be a, a placeholder for when we can actually sit down and have a dialogue exchange i'm so excited <laughs> I think so. it's going to be amazing. And I think this is going to be amazing regardless of this being one of those topics that normally makes me cringe. I'm still excited. <laughs> and I still think that it will be very informative for me because I, you know, I have a very narrow scope of what swinging is and I'm sure that he would be able to broaden that quite a bit and for the people listening as well that has that don't really have 
um, and that just has like the very most elementary idea of what swinging is. You know, I just porn does not do you justice when you watch (laughs) porn for certain reasons, and I don't think you can really call the porn swinging version of porn swinging. I think it's just a caricature of what the actual genre is, but I guess what I'm thinking more about is like revenge porn, where there would be a um, a woman with a white husband that she ties up and then has sex with a black dude in front of her. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, clearly it's not like real. It's set yeah. up. Clearly that would have like murder would happen because in the porn the dude <laughs> just kind of sit there and watch if it was real life dude would be shaking trying to get out knock the chair over trying to kick out of the being tied up go get his gun <laughs> People got so die. yeah that's you know kind of how porn make it there. so I, I i'm glad you reached out leon i appreciate your letter and I, I look forward to having some yeah. uh exchange with your government mm-hmm. name and nerd plate, I know y'all got some questions. <laughs> Get them together, send them to us. Let's make this this a real conversation. Yes. Um, but thank it. you so much for that, Liam. Before we get out of the L- letter, last thing. Oh. Well, let me say, um, Marlon is who the um, SoundCloud comment came from. So okay. appreciate you for that, Marlon. Uh, before we get out of the letter, right? I just want to talk about my experience with a plumber. With gold teeth this week. A plumber with gold teeth. So, uh, so earlier this week, I had one of the maintenance people come after hours and say that the guy, I never lived downstairs. This is one of the reasons why. It's mostly for safety, but I also know that usually when shit goes wrong, shit travels downhill. So, I like to be on top, not on the bottom. So, um... He, he came up and said that he thought that my toilet was leaking down into the person below me apartment. Okay, cool, whatever. You know, he said he was going to come back the next morning to put some something in the toilet. I was like, fine, whatever. So he does that, and I take a shower the next day, and guy comes back and is like, it's worse. Like, it must be something with the shower. Like, it, it's knocked out two of his lights and his ceiling, and everything is wet and all of this shit. So he was like, you know, we're going to have to call in a plumber. I was like, okay, that, whatever. Because upstairs, well, I can't see shit. You know what I'm saying? My apartment looks fine. <laughs> so the, I would not have known any of this was going on because it didn't impact my shit at all. So um, I was out. I stayed at home because I wasn't feeling well. So I was actually there when the plumbers came. And there was like two black plumbers. There was an older guy and there was a younger guy. And so they came upstairs. They were having to kind of come in and out of my apartment, then go downstairs to his apartment, trying to figure out what they needed to do and how they needed to fix it. And um, the younger guy, the younger guy was cute, dark skin, had a beard, you know, was thick. I was like, okay, oh wait, okay. I felt bad because I was at home sick, so I looked raggedy as shit. But I was like, oh man, I need to like. When they downstairs, like, run and go try to fix myself up a little bit. Before I could do that, though, I said something to him, and he smiled at me. (laughs) This nigga had a whole set of gold fronts. 
And I was like, oh no. Is that a deal breaker? That is a deal Why breaker. Why is it a deal breaker? It's a per- so, first of all, the fact that he has this in at work lets me know that they're permanent. These are not shits that he just put in and out because I'm, I would like to think that he wouldn't put them in to go to work if they was removable. So, these are a permanent set of goals that he has. I can't. Why can't he have goals with his goals? No. Why can't he have a new he life? He probably do have, he can have all of those things. I just won't find out because it's such a deterrent. Because what I fully expected to happen when he smiled with him having this nice dark skin and this nice black beard was for him to have this really pretty white smile. That would have sealed the deal. If that nigga had smiled at me and I saw nice pretty white teeth and that dark face, sealed the deal. Been done. He smiled. All I saw was gold, and I was like, "What's wrong with gold teeth? Is it is it that is it that it just genuinely don't look good to you, and that would invalidate every other positive quality? Is it that you don't want to be with somebody who would even make the decision to put in permanent goals in their mouth, or is it that in your whole future, even if you did forego that?" The fact that everybody in your world would see this man smile with these gold teeth <laughs> next to you gonna make you feel like insecure about your decision. All of the above. <laughs> All of the above. I at this age, I'm 34, like you just said. Like I just what at what point in your life did you make the decision? That you just wanted to forever have gold teeth. Like, I can't. Listen, you can take the goon out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the goon. And he can go find him somebody that is as equally hood. I'm not her. He don't want him, but he don't want hood. He moved up. He's a plumber now. He is. Plumbers make good money. They do. He needs to take out them fucking ghosts. He can't. It ain't, it ain't permanent. He better get some, you can he could get him out and get some porcelain veneers put on top where he, he have a nice white smile. He could and it'll be easy with drug dealer money. <laughs> but he ain't doing that no more. He's a fucking plumber now. Listen. He live new paycheck to paycheck now. Listen. And there's he he may he what first he already might have a girlfriend because I we didn't get that far. And even if he doesn't you know what? He may make somebody very happy. That somebody just ain't going to be me because of the gold teeth. I couldn't do like immediately. When he smiled, I just went, Ugh. like, every- <laughs> I literally went back, laid on the couch, wrapped up in my blanket, and kept fucking watching TV while they was coming in and out. Like, I completely so, didn't give a shit. No so, when, when stuff like that happened, I don't know if this is a whole woman thing or this is your thing or you thing. When that happened, I'm thinking that one of two things happened. Either you be like, Either he all turned ugly now, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying, or or you just lay down mad, fine ass motherfucker with them ugly ass teeth. Like which one do it be? I don't. <laughs> um, in that particular, it was probably just lay down mad about the goddamn gold <laughs> See, because I didn't even talk to him no more after that to like find anything else about. Because again, I'm lit. I'm so serious. They were coming in and out, so I was like, okay, the next time they go down, I'm going to go and, like, fluff my hair out, giving give him my, my soul sister big-ass red fro shit. Like, I was going to go fix myself up. Like, not, like, so much that he would have been like, wait a minute, like, not go put makeup and stuff on, but, like, I was going to fix my, my chill self up, you know? But after I saw the gold teeth, I lay right back on my couch, pulled my blanket up, and continued to watch the ID channel while they were fixing my shit and gave no fucks when they were done i was like cool thanks (laughs) 
Do you realize how much your life is going to change when you're with somebody? Yeah. Like, you're not going to watch the ID channel as much as you do right now. You know I that, know, right? I know. You're going to be watching some of them popular-ass shows he want to see that you don't fuck with popular shows. I know. But I unless unless you go with my strategy, which, which is, is to have two TVs in all the rooms <laughs> that you chill in, so because be. I'm gonna be playing the game and they're gonna be watching whatever the fuck they want to watch. <laughs> That's just what it's gonna be, okay? You don't gotta sacrifice. I don't gotta sacrifice. I mean, I'm prepared, and I think about this very often. Like I'll be doing something in my apartment and be like, "Ooh, you ain't gonna be able to do this shit when you get with somebody," or like, "You're gonna have to like check this." I eat in bed. I eat in bed. Like, I know, and I know that that's something that's probably going to drive somebody else crazy. And so I know that's something I would probably have to curve a little bit because I eat things that make sense to eat in bed, but I also eat shit that don't make sense to eat, like chips and shit when you have crumbs. Like, I, I have a horrible, it's terrible. So, I, I mean, I know I'm going to have to make some adjustments, and I feel like I'm at a point where I'm willing i mean i ain't gonna be happy about it but i'm a, i'm willing to to make those adjustments so Listen. i know i'm not gonna be able to watch id channel as much which is unfortunate because i learned a lot of shit the 26 apples you know i won't know things like that anymore and maybe i don't need to know things like that don't. i don't know you don't <laughs> but i'm prepared i'm prepared and to, i all to i plan to do is let women know that i'm fully trainable <laughs> I'm trainable, okay. Don't don't take what how you see my apartment now and <laughs> some of the things I do as solid. All you got to do is tell me, boy, start doing this, stop doing that, and I'll be like, okay, I'm okay with that. I do some things that are problematic for other people that are okay for me, okay? Yeah, my place I, mean, is- I think that if you're going to be in a relationship, those are things you have to take into consideration and be prepared for. I think a lot of times people issue is that they don't want to make them changes in those accommodations. You kind of have to do that. Like that's relationships are fucking work. They are like, this is why if you're not willing to put in the work of being with somebody, you need to just stay your ass single because it is work. And that person is going to request things of you or they're not going to like certain things, certain habits that you have that are bad fucking habits, but haven't mattered because you ain't had nobody to call you out on that shit. Like it's work, you know? And if until you get to a place where you're able to, to put in that work, you don't need to be fucking around no relationship anyway. But I feel like I've been single for so long that i you know i done had years of being able to just eat potato chips in bed and years of watching whatever the fuck i want to watch which is usually id channel or king of the hill <laughs> and um you know i if i have to watch a popular show even though that irks my soul i don't like to be part of trends um I, i'll watch it if he want to watch it i mean it's whatever i'm a big um quality time spent person because i need my alone time so i want the time we spend better to be quality so that when i need to be by my fucking self <laughs> so is it quality to where y'all can both be sitting on the couch doing your own thing and that's that's it or is it quality time where you need to be doing what i want to be doing right now or i need to be doing what you want to be doing right now i think if we're in each other's space and we're able to be in each other's space peacefully and if so if that means you playing a game and i'm reading a book that's still quality time we sitting here together like that count <laughs> you know some women be like you ain't paying attention yeah to what yeah. i'm doing yeah and what i want yeah turn the game off 
See, I feel like I don't know if it's A, because I hang out with you niggas all the time, B, because I grew up in a house full of niggas. I'm not really sure which one I, I need to point to it being the issue, but I just ain't, I've never been that girl. Like, I don't want you in my face all the time. Like, I'm gonna probably end up doing a lot of dude shit in my relationship. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be the dude. Like I'm gonna be the one that's like, we ain't gotta spend every second together, you know. <laughs> like you can go do your own shit. I can do my own shit. It's cool. Um, so I am odd in that way, and I realize that. Um, because I've had people, I've had men tell me like that I act like I don't care. It's like it's not that I don't care. It's just I'm okay with spending time by myself. Like I don't have a problem with that. So like I'm not gonna be pressuring you or i'm not gonna be running after you all the time to spend time with me or pay attention to me i'm fucking grown i got shit i could do <laughs> i don't need you to do that so part of my problem is gonna be not living up to the expectations that most men have of how women are or are the attention i don't need a lot of attention i'm cool <laughs> i'm good i know how to be by myself and if you need to go and do something oh and we can't see each other this weekend i don't give a shit about that i'm gonna lay in my bed and eat my potato chips because you ain't there to say shit about it <laughs> watch tv be cool <laughs> so yeah but yeah i just gotcha. had to share the the gold teeth plumber because it i was shocked like i said he did he wasn't saying a lot the older guy was talking more and so it took me a little while to see the gold teeth so I was like, oh, he got gold. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcarartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Car Artists, and send it to us that way. Please, 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 if you have questions for our new friend, Leon, about the swinging lifestyle, make sure that you send those questions in so that we can get them to him and get um and get some answers to those questions i'm so excited um i think that this is going to be a very interesting and for me probably a little cringy but you know i'm prepared to deal with that <laughs> um let's see so i this is just a silly i just wanted to start off with like a silly story because this just amused me for some reason bobby valentino <laughs> Bobby Valentino was trending because he, he, not somebody else, tweeted out, what's your favorite Bobby V album? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever listened to a Bobby Valentino album. I know that I've listened to his radio songs, the songs that have come on the radio, but like, I ain't never bought a Bobby Valentino album and listen to it because Bobby Valentino was not one of them dudes that I was like, "Ooh, let me get this the new Bobby Valentino is dropping." Like <laughs> So just the fact that he did that had him trending cuz I think people probably were making like like what? <laughs> it's Bobby Valentino. So, I'm going to tell you some of these songs that he put. Now, this is him posting all of this himself, which is sad to me. <laughs> It's one thing if, like, fans are like, y'all been sleeping on Bobby V and y'all remember all of his hits. When you got to do that yourself, it's just kind of like, nigga, all right. Slow Down was his first solo single. I do remember Slow Down. And I was cool with Slow Down. 
I like that song. Pimping All Over the World with Ludacris. I like that song. I remember that song. It was a cool song. Again, none of these songs are songs that made me want to go get a Bobby Valentino album. Yeah, Pimping is not Pimping is not good. It's not good. Wait, it's, it, the song is it good or Pimping? No, Pimping in general. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, it just it's, you shouldn't do it. Pimping and they all pimping all over the world. world. I mean, do you speak multiple languages? <laughs> how many passports do you have? Have you been, I mean, how many countries have you been to? You're pimping all over the world. Huh? There are some places where you can't pimp. Yeah. Especially if you're black. <laughs> I don't think it was genuine. And slow down. Slow, slow down is the same as telling a woman to, to smile, ain't it? To know you. Like. Oh, yeah, it is. You walk, yeah. And I hate that. I shit. mean, if a woman is walking fast from you, your I'm, legs are longer than hers. You faster than her, unless she is a fucking track runner. <laughs> if she rock, if she's moving faster, fast enough for you to have to tell her to slow down, then she don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Leave her the fuck alone. Oh God, I hate how right you are, and I hate when niggas say smart. Listen, first of all. Who walks around smiling for no fucking reason at all? Like, I hate when dudes say that to me because it's like, I feel like only psychopaths just walk around smiling for no goddamn reason. I'm thinking about this task that I'm about to accomplish because I'm out in this place for a fucking specific reason. If you want to come up and say something to me, that's fine. But don't come up to me telling me to fucking smile, nigga. Like, why would I just be walking around smiling? You look angry. I look focused. Get out my fucking face. (laughs) I hate that shit. I can't stand. Oh, I hate to be told to smile. That's of course. My face. And so you should hate to also be told to slow down. Nobody ever said slow down to me. I just like you know what I'm saying because <laughs> they smart enough to know that they can just walk faster. <laughs> that song is useless. Disrespectful. Tell me featuring uh, Lil Wayne. You remember that? Nope. What is that? Oh, yeah. 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 How did you fit that in those jeans? Yeah. Tell me how you... Clearly, she bought the size jeans that she fucking wear, (laughs) and she put them on. I mean, (laughs) how the fuck else do you wear shit? Do you fit in the shit that you got on? I mean, goddamn. Well... Going over these titles is really making me feel like he has a low IQ. Genuine had a song in those jeans, so... Did he ask how she got in them? I don't think he did. He was just acknowledging that in those jeans is something that looked good. Oh, he wanted to know if it was any more room for him in them jeans. <laughs> now, why the fuck would you want to wear the same shit she got on, bro? Is there any room? Well, he want to be in there with her, which nobody buys pants big enough for two But people. even if you did, what can you do? <laughs> what can you do if a man and a woman is in a pair of jeans? You can't do nothing freaky. You can't do nothing but look stupid. This man want clown jeans. <laughs> like, imagine Genuine. Imagine her coming to the bedroom, him talking about her coming into the room, and she come out, and Genuine just got this hilariously big-ass pair of clown jeans, <laughs> and she get in one side, and he get in one side, and they just start dancing. He dancing in his pants leg, and she dancing in her pants leg. She going to be creeped the fuck out. She going to like, what is wrong with him? Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, genuine did have it. But he wanted to know if there was room for him in the jeans, not how to get in the jeans. I feel like most freaky, freaky dudes are low IQ anyway. <laughs> I really do. I feel like I feel like that freaky shit is them compensating for what they don't have intellectually. R. Kelly, genuine, Bobby Valentino, fucking Jodeci. 
Oh, them niggas ain't won no fucking Nobel Peace Prizes. Mm-mm. They ain't done shit. Them niggas ain't even got charities. Like, I don't feel like they. I just I, that's that's the correlation I'm putting together. Y'all find me some smart freaking niggas out here, okay? <laughs> Please. Anonymous. Do you remember Anonymous? I don't remember Anonymous. Okay. This is clearly a dead end. She's anonymous. Why you got to be anonymous? He wants to know your name. I'm anonymous because I don't want you to fucking know my name. That song was stupid to me at the time that I heard it because but, I'm anonymous and I'm not telling you my name because I want you to go away and not bother me. Like, that's why. I think that this is his kind of take. Like, <laughs> anonymous is just a word he uses for I don't quite know who she is. Like, I think it's... I think it's great value version of Usher. You remind me of a girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the way Usher pulled it off was all cool. It was like you remind, you remind me of somebody. You know girl, what I'm saying? It's like I, I don't quite you. know you. I want to get to know you. Well, that one really hit the essence of his song. His yeah. song was "You Remind Me of Somebody That Fucked Me Up." <laughs> but Bobby Van, that's Violet Valentino version of it. But he literally just went to thesaurus.com, <laughs> put in words that meant um random and anonymous he was like i'm gonna name this song anonymous but i don't think he quite understood the essence of the word anonymous anonymous means you don't want to be known that's what anonymous <laughs> means it don't mean you don't know the person it means they don't want to be fucking known all right so dead end bobby valentino you seem really stalkerish with this bullshit what else? Mrs. Officer. I hated that goddamn song. Now, that, I agree. That siren shit. Who was sitting in the studio one day and was like, you know what would go hard as fuck? A siren. Like a nigga singing the siren noise. Wee, wee, wee. Wee, wee, wee. My God. He sound more like, <laughs> it's like he sounds like a pig Ooh. squealing, like, but a pig that can sing, like the only pig that exists that can actually hold a fucking note, squealing. Wee 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 wee. Tell me that don't sound like a a a, a fucking squealing ass pig that got a motherfucking that can blow out here. And that fucking song was all over the radio the summer that it came out. And I, every time it came that siren shit i hated it so much like i had such a visceral reaction to that fucking song like i hated that song i hated it so much it was the worst who came up with the idea for him to sing a siren song or siren noise siren noises are already annoying in and of themselves don't nobody ever hear no goddamn siren behind them and be like this shit go off sirens are irritated sirens are they're loud and and to make sure they get your attention so you know to get the fuck out of the way ain't no shit i want to be listening to <laughs> i hate that goddamn song oh the worst oh she gonna let me beep 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 hold on we not done oh you want yeah we not done okay, we going sorry. to some lyrics okay okay when i get up all in ya <laughs> We can hear the angels calling us. What did got to do with heaven, the bro? The angels. We can see the sunrise before us. And when I'm in that thing, I'll make your body sing. So why is her body saying this? Like, why is she like you? You getting it in and she's wee, 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 wee. If you continue having sex with a person that's doing that while you're having sex with them, there is something wrong with both of you. Oh, that's not Jesus good. Christ. Now, Lil Wayne. 
Doing a book in the latest drop. I got stopped by a lady cop. Ha ha, she got me thinking I can date a cop. Ha ha, cause her uniform pants are so tight. She read me my rights. She put me in her car. She cut off her lights. She said I had the right to remain silent. Now I got her hollering, sounding like a siren. <laughs> how did how did you achieve that? <laughs> you how did you did you rape her? Cause the, he he skipped the whole part. He did where he transitioned from. Cause he just sped. Whatever happened to made her pull him out the car and put him in the police car, it couldn't have been no good shit. No. He skipped a big old step between helping us understand how he smooth and connived his way into sex. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is rape. I hate to say it. Wee, wee, wee. But yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, that song has always had a problem with me. I hated it. It was one of the worst songs ever. It, it, Look, it had the most corny phrases in it, period. Ha ha. And after we got done, I said, Lady, what's your number? She said, 911. Ha, emergency only. <laughs> Head doctor performed surgery on me. Let's leave. This. Let's leave this, please. What's the, what's the next one? Oh, uh, she gonna, she gonna let me beep, 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 beep. I have no idea. What is that? I don't really remember this one. I need to hear the beat beat part. No. <laughs> Motherfucker. No. How you gonna make a song out of the sound when you don't put your seatbelt on? <laughs> Clearly the 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 success that he had from the officer song made him feel like car sounds is definitely where it's at. So right after the success of this one, let's come up with another song with car sounds in it. Because clearly the car sounds are what made the song amazing. Low IQ. That's low IQ thinking. That was his, the last song that he, he listed. But to keep in mind, this is him. This is him doing it. Normally it's fans listening to greatest hits. Like y'all been sleeping on him. Y'all don't remember all of these hits he had. This, 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 and that. It's him <laughs> listening to his own goddamn song. Because guess what? Don't nobody give a fuck about Bobby Valentino in 2019. Them songs ain't no songs on none of my playlists nowhere. Matter of fact, I have Spotify radio stations that play music from like the two that like don't none of his songs ever come on i can't i don't even remember prior to seeing him posting all of this shit the last time i heard these goddamn songs they don't come on they just don't even if you're listening to a, a decade specific radio station they don't play bobby valentino songs because nobody gives a fuck they don't i'm sorry bobby <laughs> You had you enjoyed that fame when you had it, but like I don't just—it's all right. Bobby, I mean Bobby Valentino did all right for himself, considering that he came from a a group. What he group came from Mister. Mister. You don't remember them? They had a song called Blackberry Molasses. It Blackberry sounds- Molasses, one of the things that never change. Oh, okay, yes. Oh, that song? he was a part of that? He was in that group. Okay. So, considering that, he did pretty good for himself. That he can come back out, rebrand himself, get one or two albums that have some singles on it that was live. 
But you have to recognize that for what it is, bro. Humble yourself. This is not common. You ain't Casey and JoJo, bro. And they did. They hold after career from Jodeci on crack. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, those songs, yes, I do hear those. But Bobby Casey did. and JoJo had some good-ass songs and some good-ass albums yeah. on crack. So... <laughs> Maybe you should have been smoking crack. Don't. But he did well. He did. He did okay he did though. He did okay. It's because just... I don't know nobody else from Mister. Mm-hmm. I don't know the mother niggas' name from Jodeci. True. You know what I'm saying? He did do well. I'm not even like I. I know it probably sounds like we shitting all over. The... He did well. I guess my thing is like let it be what it was. Like you getting on Twitter being like y'all don't y'all underestimating all the hits that I had. Like Bobby. We know we don't care. Look, man, I'm just I just been thinking, man. I just Trey Songs ain't smart. Chris Brown ain't smart. I need to know none of uh none of uh Pretty Ricky. Oh none oh, of them no, was no, smart. No, 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 no. Spectacular. Spectacular life is finished the he had a degree. Like he is smart. He was not one of the like lead singers. But he is very intelligent, actually. Spectacular. Like, yeah, he got an. I forgot what what. It was a good university. Like he's intelligent. Okay. Yeah. Which which one was he? That's what I'm saying. He wasn't one of the lead. <laughs> so he might not have been. He might just been on the train for the ride. He goddamn. was a kind of he, background type of nigga. Like <laughs> he was like, "Look, smart nigga, we need you to come here and help us with some of these maths because we the numbers is hard. Okay, you gonna help us with maths because you know books. Okay." And he was like, "Look, man, I don't know. I got goals and aspirations, nigga. We get millions. Come on, we I, we got a plug. We finna get in the industry." All right, man. I'm going to do it. But I ain't no dumbass freaky nigga like y'all. <laughs> I got I, I read. <laughs> he does read. I forgot what his degree is in, but he's very intelligent. Like, and and it he was don't a good even school. look familiar. Because he was like the background nigga. Like, I don't, I don't really, uh, I don't know. And you know what? <laughs> I should have known he was smart because his name spectacularly spelled like it's supposed to be spelled. <laughs> ain't no K in it. <laughs> Ain't no two letters back to back on each other. Ain't no like lines over none of the letters, accents or nothing. I should have knew. Spectacular. He named it just just the way the Queen's English made that shit. Should have knew. Oh, he the, if he the only one. He's the only one I can think of. And I didn't even know that I happened to be on Instagram and like people were talking about, I think it was like when he graduated. I was like, oh, but shit. This, look, listen, this is just my theory. And mm-hmm. I, right now it's seeming pretty solid. <laughs> Okay, I can't think of nobody <laughs> too short. Other than him, oh Jesus Christ, too short. I, I'm pretty, bro. I'm willing to put money on too short having been in special ed. He had to have been him. I feel like Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke, yep. <laughs> All them cats, none of them smart. I mean, maybe I heard some stories. Oh, uh, Roy Woods Jr. got a story about Luke on This Is Not Happening. It was funny too, but it don't indicate that Luke is smart. <laughs> oh, that's all I had. I just want to talk about Bobby V pushing his own <laughs> shit. That Good. shit was just funny to me, like, sir. <laughs> I want to talk about something, and 
Uh, I guess Michael and Leon can weigh in on it. Okay. It's about James Bond. Oh, yeah. So. I did not realize that James Bond had always been played by British people. Yes. I did. Absolutely. I didn't realize that. I did. I knew that. I didn't know. I knew that. Um, And and I knew Idris Elba had been British. Yes. You know, so it wasn't a surprise that they were looking for him to play the role. But I don't don't know if Lashana Lynch is American or not. I would think that would be a bigger issue with the British fans of the show. Her being American rather than being British. But I don't know. You never know. Hugh Laurie, who played House. Love him. What he said was, because when I first found out he was British, it was an interview where he was saying. Yeah, because he did a very good American. They all, you know what? They do very good accents of us. We do shitty ass. Well, he said because (laughs) Americans only watch American TV and British only watch American TV. Oh, okay. And so they grow up their whole lives able to emulate them accents because they they watch it all the time. He did a great job. I had no idea Hugh Laurie, like for the longest. And I was a huge House fan, but I didn't know he was Well, I'm again, I can assure you that if you had a kid that... And you, if you ever have a child and you have them watching like British shows, mm-hmm. they will be able to code switch between British speak and American speak. They'll be able to do either one of those things. And just he was just explaining that's the dynamic with the British relationship to English accents and, and, and talking like that. Because Idris Elba, all of them, literally. You amazed, like you don't know until you hear all, them in an interview. Yeah, you <laughs> never know until they be in an interview. Like, what the hell? Like, he British? The fuck? Christian Bale too, right? Is Christian? I don't think Christian Bale's British. Is Either he British or I saw an interview where he was just doing that shit for the hell of it. I don't know, but so one, I don't know if Lashana Lynch is British or not. I would think that would be a bigger issue for people than her being a woman. But let's add. Well, that would be the bigger issue for British people, I imagine. I don't know. I I don't know. The colorism over there is an issue because she's also dark skinned. Mm. You know, so I'm pretty sure, yeah, there's going to be multifaceted reasons to be problematic. But being black, being a woman, and potentially not being British, what do you think? Do you think that as a society, we're overdoing it? Do you think as a society, they are trying to force this diversity in media and in movies and in TV? Do you think they are forcing it and do you think that it should be forced or do you think that it's something that should happen more naturally than it is right now i mean what do you think i mean i don't necessarily think of it as being forced um i just think that any changes that are made to the status quo is going to get a lot of pushback we talked about ariel being black and and how she is a british actress by the way Okay. But I have to let everybody know that her name is Lashana Rashida Lynch. That sounds black as it's American black as fuck. Black as fuck. <laughs> Even down to the Lynch. <laughs> it is. Oh, I went to school with a bunch of Lynches. Um But you know, I take it back to Ariel and, and all of the backlash that that's getting um which I mean, she's a fucking mermaid i've said this before i don't understand why they don't understand that it's a mythical creature it could be anything but uh i do think that sometimes because i have a story <laughs> um so i gotta tread carefully before i get to this story um i do think that like we go too far with shit sometimes where and i would it does need to be kind of like this natural thing 
Um, cause I don't know. I I'm not really a big James Bond 007 fan, but it wasn't a movie that I was like, we need some women. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though it was a pretty sexist movie, cause you always had the Bond girl who was always, you know. So are they gonna have a Bond dude? Well, I think the I guy. Think- <laughs> essence of early james bond was that he was suave mm-hmm. he was cunning he could talk his way into a, a locked facility or he could talk his way into a woman's drawers and i think him sleeping with a woman was a part of the essence of his character mm-hmm. um but we moving into but but that's all rooted in misogyny and sexism i mean even the it fact is. that it's being written into the movies that he's just supposed to be some kind of sex you know sex symbol regarding his spy activities like that don't have shit to do with the movie it doesn't. but what it does is it, it it portrays the kind of character that they want us to see with him being um and with it, it and but we in a moment where we are challenging misogyny we are challenging sexism we are challenging the fact that women don't have mass representation we are challenging the fact that brown people don't have mass representation brown people women lgbt all of these different groups have become a lot more assertive and aggressive at saying hey we deserve to be a part of this shit and i think it's okay i don't i think that if we keep I think it's going if we let it go naturally it's going to end up like segregation to where Martin Luther King at the end said that he think he led his people into a burning building because it didn't really allow black people to have their own mm-hmm. it kind of allowed us to integrate with them and for them to throttle what we could have mm-hmm. and so I think that if we try to let this happen naturally it's just going to further throttle what we could have if we just leave the white people in charge mm-hmm. the uh, the straight people in charge the men in charge the wealthy in charge is going to continue to throttle the representation because they're going to still have control of it and they're only going to let in the amount that they're willing to let in mm-hmm. so i do i think that this aggressiveness with our desire to be represented is very important uh, I was at a uh, conference this week. It was a minority mental health summit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a therapist. I mean, y'all should know by now if you're just now listening and a new person. I'm a therapist. So I was on a suicide panel there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that uh, somebody spoke there and he talked about, uh, he did a presentation called The Hero's Journey. And it was just about how most movies are about, you know, a hero's journey. And it was a minority mental health summit, but it was white people in there. He asked how many people have seen Antoine Fisher. Mm. And a lot of white people didn't raise their hands. And one thing that happens in our society regarding movies and entertainment is that if it's a lot of black people in it, it's regarded by white people as a black film. So white people don't watch it, mm-hmm. you know. And so a big part of that is it it, it hinders directors from wanting to put a lot of black people in movies it hinders studios from wanting to put black movies on a whole bunch of different screens it it stops a whole bunch of stuff that could bring more representation so yes as much representation that can come in things that white people watch so that white people can become fan of the brown people who is just as many amazing black actors and actresses as there are white actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. So the more white people that are put in front of those people, they can become fans of their work and they can transition to watching more. That's why like black mirror 
I like I like Love the fact that Black they Panther. put Shuri. I don't know her name. I'm sorry, but Shuri from Black Panther in one of those episodes. They put Anthony Mackie in one of those episodes. Mm-hmm. Like they're putting people from mixed um, mixed audience shows and allowing them an opportunity to become fans of those people so that they can follow more of their stuff instead of looking at those people that they don't connect with and saying, "Oh, that's a black movie." Yeah, you know. So I think it's important, but I just wanted to speak about this in the context of James Bond has, um, it says it's 007 James Bond. You know, it's not like James Bond is not the per like James Bond happens to be the person that continues to be 007, Mm -hmm. but 007 has never been promised to always be James Bond to be that, that guy, Mm -hmm. you know? And I guess, I mean, I so I guess across the James Bond series, ideally, that's supposed to be the same person the whole time, even though they get a whole bunch of different James Bonds. Yeah, I think so. They yeah. just so James Bond is one person, even though we got a lot Being of different representations. Different, yeah. yeah. So I mean, this just makes it kind of like Batman and any other other character, the long-standing yeah. characters that you have different people playing over time. I guess it is going to be different for it to be a, another James Bond, but man, I, I don't give a fuck, man. I am here for shit where black women can get a role, lead role, especially in an action movie, nigga. I don't give a fuck. I love action, and if she can pull this shit off, I am with it like a motherfucker. Point blank. <laughs> okay, what you got? Uh, well, let's just go right into the story I was talking about. <laughs> California City to ban gendered words from city code, words like manhole. And I just... Um, Berkeley, California, there will be no more manholes, chairmen, or police women in the city's language. Words that imply gender preference will be removed from the city's codes and replaced with gender-neutral terms. Uh, The city voted Tuesday night at a council meeting to replace gendered terms in its municipal codes like manhole and manpower with gender neutral ones like maintenance hole and human effort. (laughs) Human effort. That's for manpower. manpower. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) I mean, it's clear that those terms are rooted in man superiority. It is. And not only that, but. I don't want to say man superiority for manhole. It's more like clearly it's just not a lot of women doing that work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I understand. I guess I just and I guess because it is there. If you look at the root of a lot of words that we use, I mean, if you're gonna, we could. There's a lot of words that would need to be changed if the root word, or if the root of it is something that has an issue. I just, I've never heard somebody talk about a manhole or manpower or any of that stuff, and as a woman, feel <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying? there's so much overt, like bullshit that we still trying to get fixed that motherfuckers saying manhole i don't really care about that like i that in 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 a climate where you have harvey weinstein's and r kelly's and all of this shit, i get it i guess but it's just it just seems very trivial to me when there are still like huge long-standing detrimental issues that we are having and 
making gender neutral words for everyday items i just don't give a shit about that like it's well, not something that that i think about like well, i understand i mean you you I mean you wouldn't think about it like white people won't think about some of the shit we got to deal with but uh, and I guess we can put it on a scale of even if you have to deal with it, how significant it is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I am okay with the society that started to take into consideration who this stuff might impact, even if it's not me. And well, even if I it means I got to change some shit. It's not. But I am. I mean, man, like those are words that making it gender neutral does impact me as a woman. I just. When our president is telling four women of color to go back to where they can, like it's just so much like huge shit. <laughs> but I that, don't think that I don't think that change is more so for men or women exclusively. I think it's for people who probably don't want to be identified as a man or woman or don't want something like, like I think it. I want to say that it's. It, it probably more so for the binary gender neutral crowd yeah people who you know if because let's let's be honest if a woman is working in a sewer she ain't got damn she ain't got fingernails she ain't got her nails polished no she ain't going to get no pedicure after she take off you know her steel toe boots mm-hmm. she might be somebody who don't quite she knows she's not a man but don't really fuck with the term woman like that either the context of woman either so i would imagine that you know it's just catering to a group that got some issues that i don't understand but i mean manhole clearly indicate implies that it's only men that going down in them holes um manpower clearly indicates that man has some level of strength that supersedes a woman's level of strength you know like it, it there are terms that just that were clearly made by men and for men and regarding men and it done, didn't take women into account when they was making them terms um but we we in a society that's changing and i, I mean like i said i can't say i give as much a fuck about it as you give about it but <laughs> i understand it and i most you know i'll stop calling them man holes i don't they don't got nothing to do with me yeah well you that's only in berkeley california um they Matter of fact, I ain't never even called her. I ain't never I was even, just gonna say, how often does the subject come up where you even need to be referring to yeah, man? We, we live in Alabama. <laughs> we don't we we not likely to walk down the sidewalk and just see a hole in the sidewalk with people down there. It is not we not gonna see that often. Mm-mm. So I don't even re- refer to that. I call them the sewers. <laughs> yeah, that's what they fixing this. You know what I'm saying? Because I watched Ninja Turtles when I was growing up. Hell, that's what they is. And any hole you see in the ground is the sewers. Ninja Turtles in there, <laughs> Master Splinter, <laughs> fucking people up <laughs> at night. Jesus. Um. So last week, Jermaine Dupree had some comments. Oh, Jermaine. Regarding uh, women and strippers and rappers. Oh, he basically said that, well, he clarifies his stripper rap rap remarks, but I know what I fucking heard. Yeah. Um, And and you know what? I hate when people say that's not what I said. That is what you said. Just say it's what I said, but I could have said it better. (laughs) Let me rephrase what I I meant and and how it came out didn't come out right. But don't, I'm not stupid. 
you know, I know what you see. Um, yeah. He basically said that there's a lot of women out there rapping and, and you can't, they all strippers rapping. And they rap about sex and they rap about their vaginas and they, you know. Money cause bitches. That is what all rappers rap about. Like, to say that women rappers are talking about the same subject matter, so the fuck are the uh, mainstream male rappers? What, like, <laughs> what are you talking about? There has been. There has been an argument against rap in general forever. Like the fact that you have you have the outliers, the Kendrick Lamar's, the J. Cole's, the Commons. You have the outliers that actually talk about like other shit. Mainstream rap, shit that you hear on the rap the radio, hoes, bitches, money, drugs, cars that you had. Like it's the same topic. But I think I think the issue, and when Cardi B responded, she pointed out this this issue is is not that that men don't talk about that gutter shit. I think it's more so that the men that talk about it and don't talk about it all get elevated to the same platform. And Card the way Cardi B, you know, responded was basically that they don't want to hear that shit from women. So yeah, she used her song "Be Careful" as an yeah. example of people didn't really run really rocking with that. They was rocking more with the Bodak Yellow and shit like that. And if you don't, if you need an indicator of what it means that people don't want to hear that shit, look at the women that are on the top, the women rappers yeah. that are on the top of the charts and what they talking about, and look at all the Rhapsody, other ones that you don't the know ones about. That you don't even know. You yeah. don't know about them because they're not on any charts. Because men don't want to hear that shit. Clubs don't want to hear that shit. Clubs want to hear that shake your ass stuff. And men are part of creating this society. Summer. And you know, the brat came out in support of of Jermaine Dupree by saying that he's a genius and everything that he does is for a reason. I mean, it's the brat. He said that, and now we're having this conversation. And I mean, clearly, Jermaine Dupree did a lot for the brat, so it really ain't no point of, you know talking bad about him in any form or any fashion Mm-mm. but i mean where's the bread at i mean in terms of rap you know what She's i'm saying 95 7 jams in Birmingham. well <laughs> she knows she ain't finna goddamn make it rapid no in this climate no rhapsody knows she ain't finna like make it make it rapid in this climate i mean that's why Kendrick Lamar put her on his album because he did want to just want some of the other dope MCs that are, you know, that got bars out here that are women, but like nobody wants to see that shit. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand how somebody like Jermaine Dupree can't understand the supply and demand. I just imagine that if Jermaine Dupree had five top hot ass artists in front of him, He's going to go for the one that's more marketable right now. And he's going to choose the one that's talking about that stripper shit. He's not going to talk about that one that's hypothetically got bars that can really spit. But our society don't want to hear that. He know what his fellow males that listen to rap want to fucking hear. Yep. And I just think it's really hypocritical of him to act like he don't understand market trends and know why this is happening. You know, 
he's out here acting like you know this 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 is what they want to rap about it's like they ain't trying to put out bars and cardi b didn't act like she got bars no cardi b pointed out a whole bunch of other rappers that rap their ass off in her terms because i think she know what her limitations is and she know what she do yeah she got stripper music she got shake your ass in the club music she that's does. what she do and when she tried to do something would be careful motherfuckers did not want to hear that shit and male rappers don't support the shit where they spitting bars out like that so um you know just wanted to speak on that for a minute so morehouse college dean placed on administrative leave following sexual assault accusations made by a student morehouse is an all-male school <laughs> If you didn't know, it's an HBCU, but it is an all male HBCU. Um, and so sexual assault happens, you know, everywhere. Um, Demarcus Cruz has been placed on unpaid administrative leave effective immediately pending more information from the investigation. After various attempts to report sexual misconduct to the college, a student takes to Twitter to tell his truth about what happened with Dean Cruz. Um, so he went to the um, he went to the um, people on campus to let them know, and nothing happened. Nothing happened until he started embarrassing the school by going on Twitter saying this dean is making passes at me, and and I feel unsafe, which is sad. So y'all only gonna do something about it because now the rest of the world is looking How at you. How does nigga look? The dean? No, the dude. I don't have a picture of the dude. The dean's attractive. Is he attractive? Is the dude attractive? The dean's attractive. I don't know. I if wonder the if the dude like. is gay. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm asking if he's attractive because. If you know somebody is not gay and not interested in your passes, then what would keep you from stopping? Like that motherfucker must look good as hell. No, it's to the, the it, to the dean. I feel like it's the same thing that happened when it's men that do that with women. It's that power. Like I want this, I'm gonna get this. How dare you tell me that I can't have it? Like I don't even think he had to be attractive. Like I feel like you know that there are certain people certain men who feel like get to a point where they feel like whatever it is that they want, they should be able to have it. Even if that includes another human being, which you have no fucking control over and no rights over. So. Yeah. I mean, have you ever had a pass on you by a woman? Yes. In college. How do you feel about that? Is it flattery or is it like, it's weird. I wasn't flattered, but I also wasn't like how some, I think men have a more of an issue of this than women do. Like men get so fucking offended and like you want to whoop a nigga ass because he was interested in you. I wasn't like, it was weird because we were acquaintances. I won't say we were friends. We weren't friends, but we were acquaintances when she made her pass. And I was just like, girl, I ain't, no, I don't do women. <laughs> Um, and it made shit weird after that. I didn't really hang around her much anymore after that. But I wasn't like angry and I wasn't I wasn't offended. I wasn't really flattered. Uh one, she wasn't that cute. Mm-hmm. I mean if I was if it was gonna be somebody <laughs> I was gonna get hit on. Be nice if she was cute, but um 
but I didn't care. Like it, it wasn't. It was. It was weird. It was a weird situation, but it wasn't. I feel like men react a lot more poorly when it comes to getting hit on by the same sex than women do. Like I just, like I don't, I don't no. <laughs> Don't rock like that. I mean, I don't, I don't do poorly. I look at it as flattery, as long as you don't keep coming for yeah. me. You know, it's like okay, man, yeah, that's, that's that's. I understand that you see something amazing. No, it's <laughs> never, it's never been like that. I'm just talking shit, but. Um, but yeah, like I at Red Lobster though, like it's when you work at Red, when you work at a serving establishment, it's gonna be at least four gay dudes. Period. Okay. Um, and that's just my if you work in the service industry how many gay people you remember seeing working with mm-hmm. um, let's see I remember Bruce I remember Keith I remember DeMario I remember Tyrone you better call Tyrone Tyrone might not have been gay he call- might have been really really what? flamboyant but oh. I think he was gay I just um, I can't get it. But like at some oh and um the biggest one was I can't even remember his name. You on my Facebook. It was in North Carolina. He used to do drag. Oh, okay. And he knew every Dion Warwick <laughs> and Tina Turner song. And so That's when the birthday would come, they'll be like, Go get him, go get Daryl. <laughs> his name was Daryl. Go get Daryl, go get Daryl. And Daryl would come and he'll do a whole little thing. And we'll just stand there like clapping, like what are we doing, and people would like that. That's funny. But these, this when I first got there, this dude was setting me up. You know, this African dude that worked with us, he was like, he was like, watch this, watch this. Hey, Daryl, Eddie said your hair is nice today, and I'm, and then he'll be like, oh, you old sweet hunk of meat, you like he'll go, and I'm like, <laughs> why you get him started, man? <laughs> Why you get that man started? Sweet uncle. I'd be like, he'll always have something different to say that was equally as cringeworthy as before. It's like it, it made you think that your your butts one safe. That's funny. Your butt one safe. Your manhole needs to be covered. I hate you so much. <laughs> that's the manhole. See, that's what. That's a manhole. Jesus. That's what that is. <laughs> the male booty. That's the man- manhole. It makes sense because you're actually a man and it's a hole. I wonder how many, because I feel like, so Morehouse and, and all male schools, I wonder how often that happens because I feel like it happens. Of course it happens. It got to. It has you don't to. got no whole school full of men and ain't none of them gay. Unless uh, until Umar Johnson get his school, that's the he gonna still have gay ones at his school, not yeah, and just, just not fucking know it. They're gonna be scared. They come out. They gonna, they <laughs> gonna, they gonna be there. He just they gonna, gonna see gonna that roommate it. take their shirt off and be like, uh oh, <laughs> I think something's happening. That ain't supposed to happen. <laughs> I don't like it, but I, I do like it. But many, I can't tell nobody. And I wonder how many this particular. Dean has that just they didn't say anything or felt like they couldn't. Like how say uncomfortable anything. did you make this one dude, and why? Like this couldn't be the first dude you've done this with, but why is this dude tripping about it? I don't know. I don't know. Demarcus Cruz, he got a black ass name. Demarcus Crew, Cruz, Cruz. 
He's that's the um the dean's name. Um, I'm gonna put him in. Let's see what you see is the tr- attractor. He's just a you know dark skinned black man who uh, looks like when he smiled he had white teeth. I hope he got whites instead of golds. Oh okay. He's attractive. I see the other dude too. What is? Let me see. Is it the dude with the dreads? I think so. Is his name Tola Road? Tola Road? <laughs> yeah. T O W L E R O A D. That's his first name? I don't know. Tola Road Gay News. <laughs> I think that's just the name of a. He oh, said, it's a it's a blog. It's a gay blog. This says this is what he, he said. The assault sent him into a bad depression. He says Cruz was trying to force him to come out about his sexuality, making advances at him, telling him, "Oh shit, that he needed penis." <laughs> well, I guess that'll. In my freshman year, he used to do shit to me, hugging me, hugging on me, pinching my cheeks, just predatory like shit. How yep. are you in this close of a proximity to this person? This is a dean. What are you? What are you? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, he ain't. Uh, the dean is more attractive, I would say, than the student. Like I said, I don't think it has anything to do with level of attractiveness. Men like that who force themselves on people and shit, they don't care nothing about that. They, it's, it's about the personality. It's about more so a person that ain't gonna tell and mm-hmm. gonna accommodate what you're trying to do. Cause the dean is more attractive than the student is. If this is the student, he ain't that cute. <laughs> the dean's cute though. But yeah. Um, there's a petition launched to take the Breakfast Club off of 103 Jams after comment about Sweet P. Whitaker. The hell is sweet peeper? Is that a boxer? Yes. I, I saw that in the news. I'm not sure why. He died of a car wreck. What they say about him dying in a car wreck that make people want to get it off the air? They just said a lot of problematic shit and distant. What did what did they That's say? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> he said the irony of spending all those years ducking punches and no for getting out of the way only to get hit by a car. That is nowhere near the worst thing that that's been said. That's what I'm saying. Like, Charlemagne say so much fucking problematic he shit. He asked Brandy what that mouth do on the air. I mean, there's been way more problematic shit said on that show than that. Is it in bad taste? Absolutely. But like, if they were gonna get taken off the air for some shit that was said, that would not be it. It's been way worse stuff said. <laughs> Way by way. Charlemagne specifically like what and I like to me Charlemagne is the epitome of a broken clock is right twice a day <laughs> um, I mean he do say some good shit every now and then be it on breakfast club on his podcast I just don't know internally where he stands with his genuity about things because he I feel like he say some ignorant shit then he go to Twitter and then he copy and paste what some people done said to him on Twitter about schooling him 
or he go talk to Angela Ryan and say, what do I need to say? And then he come back and say, like, the perfect shit after that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I wonder what his own ability to process through some of the stuff that he said wrong is versus what some people help him figure out how to do. I don't know. But I just wanted to mention that, man. If you listen to the Breakfast Club, you know Charlemagne the God say a whole bunch more Tons shit worse than that. Man. Problematic stuff <laughs> on a daily basis. Um, the last thing I have, um, and this is just I don't even really give a shit about this, but Young Thug is the last person to be giving somebody advice, I feel like, on coming out or not coming out. But apparently Lil Nas X came out and said that he was he was gay he did and young thug is saying that he should have shouldn't have said anything because people can be judgmental and i feel like i mean he ain't the person (laughs) to be taking that kind of advice from like first of all if lil nas x is is comfortable enough in his truth that he wants to let everybody know then that's his business and that's his right to do so. And if you like Old Town Road and you stop listening to Old Town Road because now you know he gay, then that's an issue with you. Because <laughs> the song didn't change. And the way he performs, it didn't change. Just something that you know about his personal life that ain't got shit to do with you changed. So if that makes you not want to listen to his music, then that's you. That has nothing to do with him. Uh, a young thug is not somebody that I would be listening to on for advice about shit ever under any circumstances. Um, I think that he's what he said was true. What he said was accurate. That people will be just yeah. That I mean, coming out in your career is gonna be hard. Yeah. I mean that's the epitome of what he said. But I feel and like he should know because he chose not to do that. <laughs> he he does he does everything but say I'm gay. Like the way that he refers to his friends, the way that he dress, like everything that he does, with the exception of saying I am gay. <laughs> so yeah, that's what he's chosen to do. He probably have threesomes with his homeboy and another woman just so he can touch the other dude meat with his meat. I hate Only you. reason. <laughs> he be like, man, I wish this woman was here. <laughs> <laughs> God dang. It's hard to stay. It's hard to stay in the closet. God dang. <laughs> it's hard to stay in here, man. Calling but, his friends, hubbies, and lovers, and all of this shit. Like, what? I'm just waiting for a lyric in one of his songs to say that he got meat slapped on his cheek. <sighs> and for dudes to be like, man, he said he was gay. This is fire beat. <laughs> you know, ad lib. <laughs> Yeet! All that shit he doing in the background sound like a fucking dolphin and shit. Oh, my God. But, uh, but I think it's all right. I think it's a. I think he he has some valid points, and I think I mean I respected his dialogue in terms of he was saying that this ain't a criticism of Lil Nas X, you know, because Lil Nas X said that you know I wanted his influences, so he said I want I want him to be more successful than me. I want him to get more money than me. I'm know? sure you are one of his influences. <laughs> yeah, he probably called his agent right away. Hey, we need to get on the track. We need to get some solo studio time. <laughs> We're going to put this man on. We're going to get him in. 
See what that manhole looking like. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um so a Mississippi candidate for state house shoots and kill his wife, then kills himself over divorce papers. Don't kill me, just kill yourself. If you gonna kill yourself, just do that. <laughs> Don't kill me too. If you go, if your end game is for you to die. Just start with that. Don't don't take me out because this. I don't even know why she filed for divorce, but the fact that he responded this way lets me know that she was probably right in filing for divorce from this unstable ass motherfucker. Wow, murder suicide. Jesus, can't even leave. She was at work. He went into the building and shot her, then shot himself. So they were laying down there next to each other. Oh, my God. Man. I wonder why she wanted to divorce you. Because you sound like such an amazing man. We don't know, but he know. You sound like such an awesome, amazing person. I can't believe that anybody would want to divorce somebody as stable as you. Boggles the mind. Can't believe it. Divorce? What? He might have been he might have been all right. No. <laughs> he wasn't. If if your response to receiving divorce papers is murder suicide, you couldn't have been all right. <laughs> it might have been the straw that broke the camel's back. No. It could have been. No. Might have been all right the whole time. He probably one of them people that said, if she ever divorced me, I'ma kill her. <laughs> and that's he meant what he said and he said what he meant. I'm just saying, man. Like, if I got divorce papers, I would be upset. But going to kill that person and then kill myself. You know, some people are crazy. And some people got crazy potential. Okay? (laughs) Everybody ain't just crazy. Some people, it takes a a, a precipitating event (laughs) to activate crazy. Sometimes that's just how it works. Maybe. Or maybe he was just already crazy and that's why she was divorcing him and he got upset about that and decided that she was going to not live no more. I mean, could be the case. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there was a good reason why she was divorcing him. Even if it wasn't a good reason. It's a divorce. Just move on with your fucking life. Because it couldn't have been about him not wanting her to have his money because if that would have been the case, he'd have just killed her. He killed him and her. He just didn't want her to not be with him. The fuck? Garbage. Garbage. Um. So, that's really all I had. Okay. Do you have any questions for this week? Let's go to the questions page. Oh, I didn't prepare it. Because we, we got 20 minutes damn left. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry, so... We gotta go eat. <laughs> we gonna ask quick. Look, I ain't been putting these questions on the page, man. I, I'm sorry, y'all. It, it's just hard to be consistent with shit when you gotta be consistent with shit in your professional life. This is just fun shit to do, and it's like when you make work out of fun shit to do, it don't become fun shit to it's do not no fun more. Shit anymore. Yeah. So it's really made it hard to keep up with this. Let's see. Which is better, a novel or a movie? Novel. Why? 
because when because just the the medium of of um like a movie they have to leave a lot of stuff out a lot of times or they have to cut stuff or like add stuff or like i very rarely have i read a book that was turned into a movie where the movie was exactly the same a lot of times you lose stuff in transition just because it's you're changing mediums um and so because of the um limitations of film mm-hmm. they have to take out certain stuff or whatever so i think novels are better i always think the the book is better than the movie I like the movie better because I really don't have a, a, a dog in this fight because I don't read like that. Oh, I read a ton. I definitely don't read the kind of novel where you create an image of a character in your head and they change who what that person looked like in the movie. You'd be like, I ain't expecting to look like that. That happened with me. With 50, I read Fifty Shades of Grey and I had in my mind what they looked like and the, when I saw the um, advertising for the movie I was like that ain't what neither one of them niggas look like in my mind when I was reading the book at all um, so yeah I, I like novels better that was a really weird that's a really weird thing what like uh, Fifty Shades of Grey that whole series like, I just don't understand why it exists as a movie because it was such a popular book and they knew they could make money from it and the reason why it was such a popular book is because i feel like it's the same way with the leon letting us in on the swinging lifestyle i feel like it was a way for people to get a and i mean people in bdsm in that culture were pissed because they said it wasn't very it it didn't speak true to what the relationship really is like if you're in a bdsm relationship but it gave people who might have had a curiosity about it a way to indulge that curiosity without jumping into one of them relationships themselves and so it was a very popular book amongst women so i didn't see the first one but i saw the second one it was against my will just so you know (laughs) but i saw the second one and i knew the criticisms of the first one was about that it wasn't an accurate representation of the lifestyle Mm -hmm. and that it came off to be more abusive yes the more abusive and sadistic side of it rather than the yes you know uh, the other dynamics where it comes to b- between subs and doms yes. right and he was very broken and so a lot of people had an issue with that because it, it kind of led to this idea that anybody who would want to be a dom or, or want to be a part of that lifestyle had to have had something traumatic happen to them in their life which isn't necessarily true either so what i knew about the second movie is that they were going to change the dynamic of how they showcase that relationship Mm -hmm. i knew they were and they did they i never saw any of the one oh i saw the first one that was it and i i didn't like because again the characters weren't what i imagined them to be and it just made me not want to watch it it just they basically created this uh this dickhead boss character who you knew was going to be the catalyst for bullshit moving on through the whole movie and because he became like this kind of stalker type dude then um, the main character his name is christian right Mm mm-hmm Christian got a chance to show his more caring, lovable. That was in the book. Connection to the. Mm-hmm. No, but what I'm saying is it wasn't in the first movie. Because that wasn't in the first book. The movies are based off of the series. Well, of well what I'm saying is, but this is the problem because people who didn't read the book because this movie is made for mainstream, yeah. those were the ones that were complaining about yeah, it. Yeah, because they so, didn't know. Yeah, so yeah. aesthetically, it looked like. 
they made it because I don't read the books either. So aesthetically, it made it look like they made him softer, softer because of the criticism for the first one. I didn't know that the first book happened to be with the sadistic part, and then the second part, the second book happened to be with the loving part. I didn't know that, mm-hmm. you know. So, but I guess the writers of the book may have thought that people who read the first book would feel the same way well, to need to know that the second one had. The progression is three books. The progression of his character through those books is him being this very selfish, very troubled, traumatized person who falls in love with somebody for the very first time and him through falling, being in love and how that changes his outlook. And so, so he's trying to transition. He's transitioning out of that yeah harsh sadistic dom shit because because he fell in love yeah because her all of the the, the uh, subs that he had had prior to her they were only dom sub relationships that he didn't have a relationship he he ended up marrying her like he didn't have a relationship outside of that this was the first time that he had an emotional connection to these women or a woman and so the books show this progression of him from being this very disconnected person when it came to those relationships to him being in love with somebody who happened to also be his sub. Man, I you know, I, a scene in that movie, you know, fucked up my perception of, not fucked up my perception, but it's like, I don't know what it did, but it's like, it was a woman that came, that found out he was in a relationship, and I guess it was a relationship that she wished she could have had with him. Yeah, she was an old sub. And she came in there with a pistol, like, I'm finna kill this bitch, and then he just came in there and was like, stop. Down to the ground. Yep. Give me the gun. And she just walked in, and I was like, damn, like, is the power of this dynamic that deep in reality? Or is this just a very, very small, minimal subset of somebody that has that level of control over that person? Well, so again, the past relationships he had before Anastasia um, were very controlling. Like, even more so. He he just didn't give a shit. Like, he would order them around, order them to do stuff, really not caring about the impact that it had on them. So the reason why she showed up with the gun and wanted to like, even the fact that like she was sleeping in his bed, his subs were not allowed to sleep with him. They had their own little quarters. Like he had like a space for them to go and they would stay in that little space until he wanted to interact with them. So her seeing how he had an emotional attachment to this woman when, cause a lot of, you know, a lot of his sub relationships ended because the women wanted to be more than just a sub and he wasn't interested in doing that because he didn't feel like he was capable of that. So part of it was she pulled the pistol out because it was like, damn, this is what I wanted him to do for me. I wanted him to be like more in a relationship and and he in a relationship with her type shit. Um but yeah, I mean, and I think that scene and a lot of those scenes where it made them seem robotic almost is part like the issue that people who actually are in that lifestyle had a problem with how it was depicted. I got you. Okay. If you could read minds, whose would you want to read? I don't know. I don't know that I would want to read anybody's mind. Hmm. Who got 
Whose mind could I read for the come up? Trump. What? Hell no. What the fuck? <laughs> I ain't gonna learn a number what his favorite fucking ketchup brand is. <laughs> Why? What the fuck he eat on his fish sandwiches and how many Diet Cokes he had last week? How the fuck is that a come up? He don't know shit. <laughs> he don't know how to do shit but scam. He scammed and marketed his brand's name way into the American psyche to the point that he could become the fucking president. Why? How would that be a come up? I'm talking about somebody with some passcodes to some with a lot of money oh, in it or some oh. shit. Like, how can I come up off of this knowledge? Oh, like, no. who got the next invention? Like, I could, I could, I could read the mind of a rapper from their next album and copyright all their songs before their album come out and when it come out I can sue them <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like how could I come up off of this you know yeah. I hate for it to, I would hate for only being able to read the mind of one person though man That'd be garbage yeah do you think it'll be a benefit to your relationship to be able to really read your mate mind or do you think it'll be worse I don't want to read his mind I mm -mm. Do you would you want them to read your mind? Hell no, no. I mean, if it can make him the perfect mate, I'm it knowing wouldn't everything. make him. No, it would probably make him think I was insane. No, he doesn't need to know everything that I'm thinking because <laughs> I I process through stuff, and so my initial response sometimes is not a good one, and so I internally will process through it so that what the response that I give to you is the good response if he could just read he gonna hear what my initial first response is to some shit he said and it's not gonna go well i don't want nobody reading my mind i don't want to read my partner's mind I, mm -mm. I that's not something that sounds appealing to me <laughs> nope don't want to do that okay i don't know I, I wouldn't want to read the mind either or want my mind read my shit's so stupid because like I feel like we'll be in the middle of a important moment and she'll read my mind and I'm trying to figure out what I think gonna happen on the next Spider-Man movie. <laughs> and she gonna be mad as fuck, boy. She gonna be like, what the hell you thinking about Spider-Man for right now? <laughs> I don't know, nigga. Like, this is how my brain work. It just go back and forth all over the place. I can't stop it. Oh my God. You know, I don't wanna read her brain because I'm a, I already try to, you know, analyze too much right now based off of the information I do have. If I had a shitload more of the information, uh, I'd be all over the place. Or imagine imagine all of the issues and stuff people ain't saying to you, and you sitting there reading their issues, and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> How the fuck is she even functioning with all this shit going on? God damn. <laughs> I'm going to be trying to do shit like, you, want, you need some money? <laughs> What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I'm just no, no, no. Because you can't. You clearly won't be able to let the person know that you can read their mind. No. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But anyway, it's that's it. Bad. That's the last question. Well, the last question is: If you were told you only had one week to left to live, what would you do? Travel. Travel. Where you going? I would just want to die as much stuff as I can see no before week. I die. You okay. ain't got number one place to choose. What? <laughs> you can't go but one place. Greece. I would go to Greece. Greece. I'm gonna go buy some grease. Fry me up every goddamn thing you. before I, I die. If I'm dying, <laughs> if I'm dying and it ain't got shit to do with health, 
Nigga, I am eating everything. I'm taking an edible. I'm smoking some blunts. I might snort some crack the last day. <laughs> I need to see how this shit feel. I'm going to have me some prostitutes. I'm going down to bed, coked up with a steak on the side with some ice cream and chips and cookies with five prostitutes around me. I hate you so much. And my wife and my family just gonna have to goddamn deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna make sure they know. Listen, I'm gonna just tell you right now. When if it ever comes that I have one week to live, I'm dying around a bunch of women with some cocaine and a steak and some ice steak and some ice cream right there, eating all of that shit. I might even have them feed it to me. However much I can afford for them to do. I'm sorry, family, but this is my dream. This is my dream of dying. Unless, of course, my week left to live meant that I was going to be suffering in a hospital. I still want my steak. I wish the hospital would tell me I can't have no gourmet-ass, big-ass steak the size of my back to eat for the last whole week. (laughs) If you don't shut the fuck up, I'm eating this steak. But that's what we got. Jesus. You got anything else on your mind? I do not. Listen, uh, don't forget, y'all. Send us some emails regarding anything you want to ask Leon. But also, if you just want to give us some feedback and send us a listener letter to the show, you can do that as well. Indeed. Until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.